the college experience week eight database top 25 edition on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag right now to honor football my bookie is offering up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code sgp that's right a thousand dollars in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code sgp you play you win you get paid over at mybookie.ag we're also brought to you by amazon log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and click the amazon banner bookmark that link and use it every time you shop to score sweet savings and support the podcast. college experience my name is colby swinging database dance <laughs> and in studio can you say let's make it uh, a, a double a double shot <laughs> i'm trying to think of a double a double uh I almost said a baker's dozen which is just way the fuck off but the legendary the only guy who's winning in locks right now Give it up for a little guy by the name of NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, good people? <laughs> a little, a little guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, beg your pardon. Not. Apparently not. Look, we're lit. we're slightly hungover. I'm still in the great state of North Carolina. I'm in Raleigh now. Yesterday we were in Boone. Actually, this morning we were in Boone, and uh, you know we went to a little App State football game yesterday. Before I dive into the, the weekend recap and then the database top 25, I'll just say, you know, that's an awesome stadium. Definitely. If you get a chance, get yourself out to Boone. It's a pretty cool stadium. It's in the middle of like a forest it's on a mountain. I'm talking about the actual stadium, not Boone. Boone's on, Boone is in a mountain also and probably in a forest as well. But the stadium is pretty badass because it's like right on the edge of a mountain with this gigantic forest behind it. We went and saw Louisiana Monroe at Appalachian State, and, and it was an awesome, good crowd considering it was raining. And uh, Louisiana Monroe went up 7 nothing, And we thought, uh-oh. You know, because App State's ranked. Sunbelt's 0-2-1 ranked previously. And then um, App State scored a nice 52 unanswered, and we did get the cover there. We should have locked that up just in spite just in spite of us going there. Right. You know? We definitely should have. Um, you know, it's a nice mountain town that happens to have a top 25 undefeated team that's playing some really good football right now. Dude, and, and, and I, I mean, I wanted South Carolina to beat Florida. It didn't work out that way. Um, but you got to think, if they run the table, they might have a shot. Georgia didn't look that great again. But if you get a chance, guys, go support a nice mid-major in App State. Up in Boone, North Carolina, we were at a cabin. I had no internet reception, so if you're wondering why I was a little light on Twitter, that is specifically the reason why I was doing my best Daniel Boone impersonation. <laughs> or Davy Crockett, I was wearing one of those hats, one of those wild fucking hats with a tail on it. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but let's recap. I had a bad week. This has been a bad season for me. It's been a bad season. It, as of right now, it has been by far the worst season that I've, uh, that I've done this, NC Nick. So, and all of us. 
It's been tough, man. You know, I think uh, we're not alone. I think a lot of other podcasts, a lot of other people out there, prognosticators, pickers, experts, whatever you want to call them, I think they're in the same boat. Um, I went 500 on my locks this past week, and I chalked that up as a win. <laughs> yeah, well, you're still got a winning record. Patty C has now dipped below 500. I am still below 500 after another losing week. Um, but you my know, lock hit. And history. Look at history. You know, we go ups and downs, but usually, or actually always previously. Every, 100% of the time. In the past, been we've been under. So, you know, through the course of a long season, there may, there may be a few hiccups, and this season has been more difficult than usual. But, Trust the but hang process. In there. I'm batting at a better. So here's the irony here is that I am uh, I am in last place in pit in my locks, but overall I have the best record for the season. <laughs> I mean, just a few games above us, above you, Nick. But um, hey, recapping this week. By the way, I don't know. Let's just go through. Let's just go through the, the marquee matchups here. UCLA Stanford. We didn't lock this one, but we were dead on accurate. Right on. Well, when you say we, yourself and yeah, I'm so you. Patty Pre- C's back in company in, included. Patty C's back in L.A. and he and he and he hates UCLA, and uh, but we were on top of that on uh, Thursday night as well as uh, Louisiana Lafayette against Arkansas State. That's one that I had it locked originally. And I took it away. Can't do that. Go Can't with your do gut, that. Man. Go with stick your gut. to your guns. On Friday, we all had Pitt. Patty C locked it up, and uh, you know. Pitt is is Pitt the second best team in the ACC? Well, somebody's got to be, and I think they have a, as good of a case, if not better, than any, anybody else. So uh, sure, there's why Pitt, not? Virginia, Virginia Tech. I'm trying to figure out the ACC. Florida State pushes against Wake Forest. My lock, right? So Wake Forest has probably what the second best record in the ACC at the moment. I have a feeling Pitt and maybe Virginia is better than them, but Virginia Tech wins a six or seven overtime game. I forget they, how far that thing went into it. I didn't watch as much college football as I normally do because I was at a, a, a App State football game and we were drinking. And also, I will say this before I dive into asking NC Nick about the AAC or the ACC. Shout out to D or at two Colt underscore Holt Dustin D Holt on Twitter. Coming through, meeting up with us, uh, grabbing a few brews. Um, he, and then he went off. He stopped by. This is how fucking great of American this guy was. He stopped by on his way to Winston-Salem to catch the Knowles. He's a Knowles fan, so I'm sure that didn't work out the way he wanted to. But hey, either way, he's a hell of a solid American. I appreciate you listening. And uh, next time you're in Vegas, let me know, and I'll try to get out there and, and buy you some booze, buddy. Yeah, he was a good guy. Glad he stopped by. That's pretty cool, man. Really cool shit. Okay, but he was at okay. He was at that game. So so right now, if you had to rate the top four teams in the ACC, NC Nick, what do you think? I mean, look, you you got Clemson's clear cut number one, and then you, you you're sitting there, you're like, uh, do I go? Do I go Wake? Do I go Virginia Tech? Do I go Virginia? Do I even throw out Louisville as maybe a, a or a Pitt? You know, like what 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 are you thinking? Well. You know, uh, we mentioned Pitt. Let's take a look at their resume real quick. They're currently 5-2. and two. And they lost their first two. No, they lost right? two out of the first three. Sandwiched in between a loss to Ohio, UVA right? and a loss at Penn State was the win versus Ohio. Look, first game of the year, they lost to UVA. Uh, wasn't that close. Um, 
you know. Yeah, but that was know, a bad a, loss. Right. First game of the year, though, you know, they've been getting better as the, the season Penn has State progressed. Game, the Penn State game is like an anomaly because they went for a field goal on fourth and one with a minute and a half left, down seven. Well, look, Penn State's undefeated, <laughs> you know. But, but um, I, I'm saying, like, they could have won that game they easily. Should, if their coach had any brain cells. Right. And I, I, look, I'm an Arduzzi guy, but that game, I don't know what the fuck got into him. That's in Happy Valley. I mean, there's... That's looking like a quality, quality loss. Certainly. Even the Virginia loss is looking solid because they destroyed Duke, which I was... Let's talk about that, buddy, huh? You were yeah. on the Duke side of things. Yeah. Mendenhall has Cutcliffe's number. It really appears that, uh, that that's a real thing. Well, sometimes you should you should not pick games with your heart. Yeah, um, I did not lock it up, so uh, you know I, I thought maybe getting three and a half dude could keep it close. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Um, UVA, you know, they look good some games. Some games they don't show up, <laughs> and they that's get, life. <laughs> yeah, they, they, hey, that's life in the ACC. Yeah, you know, uh, you you scored on a, on a lock with uh, that was a dominating performance by Boston College against NC State. A.J. Dillon, I think you said, had over 200 yards. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just saw NC State going up on the road here with a quarterback who I don't has I don't believe he had ever started a road game before. Um, I think the line was, I think Boston College was getting three and a half because they were also starting a backup. Yeah. But I saw the backup play before. He looked good at Louisville. Um, you know, they didn't win that game, but they they covered, uh-huh. which was another lock of mine. Yes. Uh, so uh, NC State just so has Golden not, War Eagles are treating you right. They have. I'm going to ride them, man. I'm going to ride that eagle. Do you think <laughs> Do you think that anybody, anybody out there, went to Best Buy at noon before the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let's break down the last episode. Me and Nick were in Asheville. And uh, one drink turned into, say, 25 well, before hey, we recorded that podcast. They had $6 Jamesons, and they were uh, very liberal on the pores. Yeah, well, I did a comedy show. This dude almost got me so fucked up I couldn't do a comedy show. Because these Jamesons, Me or the bartender? Uh, the bartender. <laughs> the bartender more so. These Jamesons were like... A, it's like when you, add, when you get a glass of water at a restaurant. <laughs> Essentially, that's what this dude was doing with the Jameson. It was basically in a, in a pint glass on the rocks. Yeah. But uh, not that many rocks. to the top. Right. And it's like you're sitting there, and like I had two of those things that we were drinking previously, and next thing you know, I'm like, whoa, I still got to do comedy. <laughs> so I had a comedy show. And then after that, we had to do a podcast, but we sandwiched some other bars and the hotel bar in there. And uh, yeah, we had about 30 drinks. Hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did, because I didn't even really remember a lot of the stuff we were talking about. Yeah, it was a hell of a way to uh, pop my podcast cherry. <laughs> um, I, know- I think that's the best way. Yeah, hey. You know, replaying it. Um, I, I my uh, you know, I was a little slurred there. <laughs> our li- but good, hey, fun times, good stuff. The good thing about our listeners though is that they're probably hammered when they're listening to it. All right, I hope so. So they're maybe may- maybe their ears are a little slurred. Is that a, such a thing, or their ears are a little fucked? Uh, foggy, foggy, fuzzy, foggy bottoms. Is that the name of the beer we're drinking? Well, I got a uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest here, you know. I got a bad penny. What's a bad penny, buddy? Is I that, never heard of a bad penny. Is that like a bad beat? You lose some pennies? <laughs> that, that, if that, if, okay, so if, if, if that fits the bad penny, then I would say the Washington Huskies are this week's bad penny because we go to the game, they're up 28-14. I'm talking shit to random strangers about, hey, I knew I knew this game. Washington's got this game in the bag, and I missed the comeback, so I can't even tell you how Oregon did it. I mean, besides just watching a couple highlights, I'll watch the game throughout the week. But what the fuck, man? 
How did that happen? Disappointing, you know, for a, a Chris Peterson team at home. 21 that, to three run? With that lead, you know, uh, disappointing. We thought we had that one in the bag. Goes to show you, man, you got to play the whole game. You never know what's going to happen. It's college football, man. Uh, but Oregon, I think, with the exception of a test at USC, I mean, I know they get Wazoo this week, and Wazoo's a weird team. But it might they might be out of the woods. They you might know, be out of the woods. They've looked better than we thought they'd be this year. Neither one of us were big fans of the head coach there. Well, I mean, they, they should be undefeated if they, to me if they had a different head coach. Yeah. Like, but I think they also had some breaks. I'm still saying Cal would have won that game had their starting quarterback been healthy. Hey, you need breaks of, yeah. over the course of a long season. That's true. You need some breaks. That's true. And and uh, what else do we got lockwise? Well, uh, I want to talk about something. I want to apologize to our our clients. I did not know that Toledo's starting quarterback was going to miss the game. I don't know, judging by the performance Ball State, if that would have even mattered. <laughs> I told I mean, you, you've been sleeping on Ball State. It's the best. I do believe he's one of the best quarterbacks in the power or in the group of five. I think he is a uh, a probably the. I'm trying to think of the max quarterbacks right now, but I would say off the top of my head, probably the top pro prospect in the uh, conference. Uh, yeah, and and I mean he, he was gone, so so I did not know that information. I, I last I, I I think I saw someone say questionable, and I'm talking about Mitchell like uh, Guadnagi or whatever the hell his name is. He, he's a good quarterback. He's been there for years, so I'm gonna just chalk that one up to another backup quarterback going down. But I will say that. Uh, judging by the the defeat being that bad, there's a strong chance Ball State would have won that game regardless. It'll be interesting to see what what Ball State does moving forward. You know, they they kind of came out of nowhere. They've been you know mired in mediocrity for or and, or and, worse and surprise, in a, for surprise. a long time. Patty C was on Ball State in college basketball season. That was his favorite team yeah, to pick. Yeah. And now I think he, you know we're gonna get this guy a T-shirt from Ball State, or we're gonna go to Muncie <laughs> and catch a game. Um, Moving down the line, uh, Patty C locked up the Wisconsin Badgers. Woo, Ooh, man. Have yeah. I not been saying, though, you hit the road, you lose in college football. It doesn't Sometimes it can be a 30-point dog. You know what I mean? Very rarely. Illinois has, Illinois hasn't won a game <laughs> this big in probably, I'd say, like two, probably 15 years. <laughs> Look, we're going to talk a little bit of shit about Patty C because he's not here, and yes. that's just that's just the way it goes. Yeah, that's life. So he took two big favorites, <laughs> locked up Mizzou minus twenty one and a half and against Vandy, up, and locked up this Wisconsin minus thirty one, <laughs> and both dogs not only covered, they won straight up. Woo. Both dogs were at home. So if you would have not listened to Patty C and bet the money line on <laughs> Illinois and Vanderbilt. You'd probably be a millionaire right now. <laughs> I mean, dude, what, what do you make of this? Is this a, is this, let's just save Lovey Smith for another year. I mean, that's a gigantic win. I think you have to see what they do the rest of the year. You know, one game, I don't think saves a job. I don't think one game gets you fired. Let's see how they finish things up here. And then let me ask you this. Was Wisconsin sp- sprinkling fairy dust on us? Because this is the first time they've entered a college campus all year. You know, it's. I, I think it was easy to look over the Fighting Illini. You know, um, who's? I think Wisconsin has Ohio State yeah, on deck. So, so there's a there good you chance. go. There's your look ahead game 
But um, but their schedule broke unbelievable for them to really to start off with UCF in a pro stadium where it's, it's oh you probably have more Badger fans than you do UCF fans. Yeah. Then you play at USF. home for like six weeks. Yeah, not UCF, USF. Um, and then the first test you have is against Illinois, and Illinois just beats you. That's I'm, I and then you got to wonder now because they play Ohio State this week, and and Minnesota does not. Iowa That's does huge. not. That's huge. Because uh, that means Minnesota, if, if Wisconsin loses this game and, and Minnesota is able to continue to win, they can even afford to lose to Wisconsin and still win the West. If, if you want to win the Big Ten, you can't drop a game against Illinois. That's just the way it goes. you know. Um, Dagger, man. Minnesota's in the driver's seat. They are in the driver's seat. Minnesota and then Iowa right behind them. Uh, should make for some some great football down the stretch. Moving down the line, um, any big ones stand out to you that we didn't have locked up there? Um, Ohio State looked fantastic again. Yeah, so I picked Ohio State here just because, I mean, I've picked against them a few times, and they've burned me dude, this it, year. It was like 7-3 to three after the first, and I'm like, dude, we're going to cover. This is the it, perfect game for yeah. Northwestern to cover. No, they, they score like 40 in a row. <laughs> they can put up points quickly. And I mean, it, it's almost like they can throw any number out there. You should you should still pick Ohio State. It almost doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that letdown game. It seems like they always have one letdown game on the road every year. Um, Are there really road battles? With, is it Michigan? Is it Michigan the final game of the year? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I would not either. I locked up um, San Jose State. And my uh, my gals are fucking me this year because I keep going against San Diego State. And maybe that's the lesson, NC Nick, is that for, for college basketball and college football, San Diego State has treated us so good in the past three years that this year I, I, th- I watched a couple games. I didn't think they were as good as they normally are. But somehow Rocky Long is diving into this in, in, into classic Rocky Long team, great defense, control the ball, don't make turnovers, and somehow win and cover and I've been on the losing end of this. I am no longer, I, I want to apologize to the University of San Diego State because they've won me a lot of money in the past and I'm no longer doing it. I'm not fading them anymore. <laughs> I'm not fading them. Right on, man. You went against your team. You went against your gals. And, and that's what I get. And that's what I get. Care to talk about Texas. Kansas plays at Texas. We were all wrong on this. Texas needed a, a field goal on the final play of the game to win this game. You know, just when we think they're turning a corner and they're becoming a legit team, they have hiccups like this. Hey, they won the game, but still, you're Texas, goddammit. You're Texas yeah. at home. What and, are you doing? I've been saying this, I think, this year, as, a, the, as more as the season has prolonged, that I really think the Big 12 is the best conference in college football this year because there's no, there's not much... I mean, like Oklahoma's a lot better than Kansas, but even Kansas gave a little bit of a game in Lawrence. I... The, there is no shitty, really shitty team in in the uh, in the Big Twelve this year. In order to be the best conference, you need to be you need to have a, a top five team in the country. You need yeah. to have depth, and you need to, your worst team needs to be solid. Like you, you look at the worst team in, in in the other conferences, and I would say Rutgers is probably the worst out of all the Power Five conferences. And then I would probably go with Vanderbilt. Arkansas would uh, oh yeah Arkansas would vote. <laughs> I mean, Arkansas or Vanderbilt would battle for that. Vanderbilt right. just got a big win against Missouri, but prior to that, I mean, losing to UNLV. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, looking at the Big Twelve, you know, Oklahoma up top, Baylor's still undefeated. They're playing well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, you don't, you really can't catch a break there. If you overlook a team, you run the risk of getting beat. But judging by that performance, you think Texas 
Texas has to play in Ames in a couple weeks. Texas has already dropped, what, two games this yeah, year? But only one in the Big 12. So they can't right. afford another Big 12 loss. But they have to play in Ames and in Waco. They're going to drop one of them yeah, at least. I, I would agree. And I think, I think they also play this upcoming week at TCU, which isn't a given. No. I mean, you know, those TCU boys, they did not get recruited to Texas. They have a chip on their shoulder in that game. You know, crazy things happen in Dallas. TCU has not looked that good this year, but, you know, I mean, I wonder what that spread is going to be because if it's a touchdown or so favored, favoring Texas, you might have to ride with the I Horn may Frogs, look, right? I may look for those Horn Frogs. But speaking of TCU, I did one of the locks I got right this weekend was they came into Manhattan, Kansas, Gary Patterson's former college at, you know, his alma mater, and the, the Kansas State Wildcats, Chris Kleiman took care of business. Um, I like what Klein is doing at K State. I think I think that was a. Re- I, I thought it would take him a year or two. This Kansas State team is, is pretty good. Always tough to follow a legend, but um, he stepped right in there, and they're playing good ball. They're one of those teams where you know you're just it's just a solid football team. If you don't have your A game, you you could get beat, especially when they when they play at home. Yeah, agreed. Um, moving down the line, uh, Patty C covered a Georgia game. That Georgia this game was zero to zero at halftime. Any concern moving forward with Georgia? They play yeah. Florida in a couple of weeks. You know, pretty similar to Texas, actually, except for Georgia's been better the last few years. That's, I mean, it's, you know, hey, they won, was it 21 nothing? 21 nothing. Didn't nothing. cover. Pulled away, but it was 0 to 0 at halftime. That's, that's some concerns. You there's know? limitations on this offense, I think. But still, who in the SEC East is going to beat them? Perhaps Florida. Well, South Carolina did beat them, but they're not going to beat them if they get to the championship. Exactly. I thought maybe Missouri uh, could, but Missouri obviously laid an egg against Vanderbilt, which is just brutal. Um, I, I, speaking of bad beats, I know I mentioned Washington as the bad beat against Oregon. I actually think the one that was even worse for me was Penn State. Penn State was up 21 nothing on <laughs> Michigan. I'm celebrating. I'm, t- I'm tasting the alcohol and Boone. I'm thinking, this is great. That and goal they, line stand. And yeah, I still, was questionable. I, and I still want to argue that uh, uh, Shea Patterson did not get in on fourth and one with like three minutes left or five minutes left, whatever that was, and I think I should have covered that line. Actually, I picked Michigan. That was a great call. (laughs) Just some utter horse shit. Okay, I covered Florida State pushed with Wake. Florida State lost the game. So, I mean, you can stick a fork in uh, Florida State. It's Taggart. Stick a fork in Taggart. Maybe not yet, but... I wonder. Let's talk about Miami. Why? Because they (laughs) lost at home. To Georgia Tech, and you know, coming into the season, classic uh, thing, Nick, and I, I harp on this a lot. You know, so I, I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but Tennessee and Miami got a lot of love this preseason, like they always did, like they did last year. Some people picked them even to make the playoffs last year. Um, this team has now what? They they've got one good win against Virginia. They've beaten only two uh, FBS schools. So I mean, and they lose at home to Georgia Tech. Yeah, a few minutes ago we were talking about the, the worst teams in the in the Power Five, and uh, before this week, and maybe still, we, Georgia Tech would have been right up there because I mean Georgia yeah. Tech got beat by the Citadel. Actually, that probably would have been the second worst. Yeah. But now they won that game, and you're thinking, hey. <laughs> so you're an 18 point favorite at home to Georgia Tech coming in. I mean, and geez, you lose outright. It's you know you lose if, outright. That's- if you're a Miami Hurricane fan, this is about as bad as it gets because year in and year out. They're supposed to be back, whatever whatever that means. You know, I mean, they haven't been good since Ken Dorsey. Yeah, and they're very lucky they don't schedule UCF because I think UCF would probably beat them by three touchdowns. Um, 
Anyway, I, look, I, I, one of the dumbest plays I made all week was I, I locked up Arkansas. And I even I said it on the podcast. I don't know why I'm doing it. It was a situational thing where I was like, he's going to get his first win one of these times before he gets fired. Chad Morse is going to get fired. But it didn't happen this week. They got fucking destroyed, and I'm a moron. Your argument made sense. You know, Auburn can't pass the ball. I don't know what happened in this game. They probably didn't need to pass the ball. Yeah, um, judging by Arkansas's defense this yeah, year. Yeah, apparently Arkansas is that bad. You squeaked one out with Indiana, and I was on this game, but you locked it up. My Hoosiers. I love your, your, your fade Scotty Montgomery thing. I don't know why I didn't do this. Because, was, you know, I thought that game was still a bit too close for comfort. I thought IU was going to win that pretty convincingly. But, hey, a win is a win is a win. Yeah. It was a tough one for me, though, man. Because, look, I got Washington was up 14. Penn State was up 21. And then Oklahoma State, I'm watching this game. I turn it on, and then I go grab a bite to eat, and they're up. And it's, it's looking like, okay, it's going to go down to the wire, but I think we're going to get the cover. Like, we're winning. They're, they're, they've been in kind of control of the game score-wise. And then they ended up getting blown out. I think there was a pick six or some type of defensive touchdown that happened in that game. And I got rule and I got shit on. Now, I eked one out with A&M against Ole Miss. Now, I don't think it was as, as close. I mean, score-wise, it was as close as your Indiana one. But I think Ole Miss added a field goal very, very late and then tried an onside kick to, uh, to, to, to try to make it a game. Um, Jimbo Fisher, I still worry about this A&M team. If you're struggling like that against Ole Miss... I'm going to go ahead and say that there's there, there's a strong chance that Kevin Sumlin might be the better coach. I mean, a and right now is very average. Uh, they this were, was a year they're supposed to take a step forward. Right, right. They were about as good as they were with Sumlin. So right now that doesn't seem like a, that much of an upgrade. Yeah. You know. I mean, shit, Sumlin even had, I think, a 10 or 11 win season with Johnny Manziel. Right, right. Yeah. Early on in yeah. his stint there. But, yeah, uh, yeah, Kingsbury is the OC. Yeah. Um, Jim, Jimbo is not, uh, you know, what he's done so far. I don't think, well, I'm not sure if he's deserving of those paychecks. Oh, and if you look at his last two years at Florida State, there's room for concern. Definitely. Yeah. I, I wasn't that high on him. I mean, he, he threatened to leave Florida State on multiple occasions. And if I was Florida State, I would have let him walk. Also, yeah. if I was Florida State, I wouldn't have hired his replacement, <laughs> though. <laughs> That's true. I would not have hired Willie Taggart either. Um, yeah, we covered Patty C. Uh, you were wrong on Texas Tech. We were all wrong on Texas Tech, but you locked it. Um, Iowa State, actually, is a team that's kind of hot right now. I think they could be a tough, tough out for Oklahoma, for Texas, and I think Baylor is sighing relief that that game is over and and was played early. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you had uh, highlighted Iowa State in the preseason as one of those teams that you were really high on. They got out of the gates a bit slow. They lost to Iowa week one? By one. Yeah. And that was... uh, if, If you watch that game, if anyone watched that game... Iowa State severely outgained Iowa, lost the game. Um, sometimes you got to learn how to win. And a lot of their players, Montgomery was gone. Uh, you've seen the receiver on the Packers. What's his name's gone? And, uh, you know, you're starting with these new players that are they're talented. Campbell's a good coach, but you still got to learn how to win. Brock Purdy was a freshman last year. Sophomore jinx, you're seeing it happen with Trevor Lawrence. You know what I mean? So let's look at the last three weeks for Iowa State. This week, they go to Texas Tech. They win 34-24. The game was never in doubt. They yeah, were up big. Yeah. The, the week before that, at West Virginia, she's talking about back-to-back Back, oh, road games, yeah. which I know, you're, yeah. you, you, know you have something to say about I'll that. I'll put it like this, which is why I have them in the database top 25, and I'll get to that in a minute. Right. Uh, they beat West Virginia 38-14. The week before that, they beat TCU at home 49-24. Yeah. I mean, they're playing good football here. If you look at their two losses, man, it's by, what, four points, right? 
Yeah, they lost, no, three points. Three they points. lost by one to Iowa. They lost by two at Baylor. Undefeated oh, Baylor. They beat ULM 72 to 20. This offense, Brock Purdy is a stud, man. Actually, I was I misspoke. Week one, they beat Northern, you and I, yeah. Northern Iowa yeah. who's, by who's, three. Yeah, I know. So they I said, out really slow, getting yeah. out of the gate slow, but man, they are turning it on. I expect them to, to beat Oklahoma State at home this week. And then you're looking, and then they have a bye week before that at Oklahoma matchup. And actually, the last time they went into Norman, they won. Interesting. Against Lincoln Riley. Very interesting. That's, um, you know, circle that game. That, that's going to be a good ball game there. And that, that ball game might be for a berth in the Big 12 championship. Yeah, definitely. Um, another one we covered and got right, and I, I've, I, me and you were on this one. You locked it as well as the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. This team, they never win. But damn, they're damn, they're a scare. <laughs> it kind of sucks because they're probably going to fire their coach because they never win, but they always cover. Yeah, you know. So yeah. we've been you know cashing in on Tulsa here for a couple of years. Um, but if he doesn't actually win some games, he may get shit canned. We may. Have I think to, he might know, be done at the end of the year. We may have to reevaluate if, Tulsa if they don't pull some upsets and make a bowl. I think he might be done at the end of the year. But um, look, Willie Fritz laid an egg against Memphis. Memphis showing that they. Probably are the favorite now. Well, them or SMU to uh to win the West. Actually, I don't sleep on Navy also. But uh, Tulane and Navy square off this weekend, so we'll see if Tulane sticks in the hunt. Uh yeah, I don't know what happened there. I laid an egg, missed the games. Dude, can't talk too much about it. Temple at SMU, I, we all got wrong, and and perhaps you know I've been sleeping on this SMU team since the preseason. I called for them to to be under their their win total. And and Sonny Dykes is proving me wrong week in, week out. Big time win against Temple. This SMU team, I mean, at what point do we do we just say, okay, I'm a moron and I'm gonna start betting on the Mustangs? Yeah, I mean, I think the win total was five and a half. Yeah. You yeah. know, they, so oh, they're, they're seven, seven and oh. <laughs> so we were the only ones that missed the boat on SMU. Um the week before, I think they won in overtime against Tulsa. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, once again, classic Tulsa. Yeah. Tulsa actually they were up Tulsa was up thirty to nine going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. So hey man, I mean they're they're doing it. You know, I I I still expect them to drop a game here soon. Um who are they playing this coming week? Do we know? I do believe they get a good team from the conference U, or from the AAC. I think they get is it Memphis this week? Let me pull it up, good sir. I believe it's Memphis this week, buddy. Why don't you uh, talk about... No, Memphis you know. is at Tulsa. Hold on. It is... Somebody decent. Somebody decent. Where are... Oh, it's Houston. Which, I don't know if they're decent, because all their, all their players... We have our first college football situation of uh, tanking. Yeah, I think uh, Houston's quit. Um, I don't expect them to give Which SMU. is a perfect spot for SMU to grab a, just a nice victory Ooh, against the team. The week after that, at Memphis. That's the one. And they have an at Navy. Ooh, they're not going to beat. I don't think they're going to run. They, they're not. They're not going to run the table. Um, and I think they still have to play Tulane. I don't they know do. If, Last yeah. game of the season at home. They also have ECU at home. ECU covering for me against <laughs> UCF. Back door. <laughs> um, okay, and then my 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 lock, my my number one lock. If you listen to the the sports gambling podcast, college football episode. They came through for me. So as bad as my season's going, my locks are still doing okay. Central Michigan, my fade Bowling Green, still accurate. Jonathan Ward and the Chippewas coming into Bowling Green, Ohio, and just fucking up the Bowling Green Falcons. Easy money when you fade Bowling Green, NC Nick. 
Yeah, you know, I think between my slurred words on the first podcast, I think I mentioned I, I might go ahead and lock up Central Michigan later in the week. Uh, but then, you know, we were in the mountains drinking <laughs> and we had no cell phone service. Smoking, smoking shooting, snorting, <laughs> popping, pushing. <laughs> so uh, right on. I think you've locked up Central Michigan at least two weeks in a row and, and end of one both weeks. And for you to claim that, I meant to uh, lock up Eastern Michigan, my golden green machine, Eastern Michigan War Eagles. Um, they took down the Western Michigan Broncos, nine-point favorite, straight up. They took, them, they, they took them down to the old wood shop. Nice home dog there. Eastern Michigan going places this year. Okay. Now, before I get to the Dantabase Top 25, I want to tell you guys a few things about a thing or two, about a thing or two, all right? And that is the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by mybookie.ag. My bookie's the presenting presenting sponsor of the podcast and all the free great content you'll get over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, which, by the way, this week we'll be releasing a lot of college basketball previews. I fly to Los Angeles tomorrow, and then I bust my ass for the next couple of days releasing college basketball previews, and that's what we do. So big, make sure you check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com. But this isn't about us. This is about them, my bookie. Football season's back at my bookie, and they got you covered for all your betting needs, college, pro, even the fucking Grey Cup in the CFL. They got you covered. Plus, they have live bets, second-half bets, prop bets. Can't find a prop bet you like? Try your hand at customizing your own prop bet with the MyBookie Prop Builder. Perfect example was uh, Jack Salt. NC Nick was saying, hey, college basketball is right around the corner. Jack Salt, that big man from uh, Virginia, the Australian guy. Uh, New Zealander, I believe. Oh, maybe New Zealand. I forget. I'm not fully in tune yet. I haven't done my ACC preview, but I've been trying to keep up. But uh, you said, you know, maybe uh, he averages, uh, I don't know if he graduated last year or not, but maybe he averages 15 points a game this year. <laughs> That's impossible. Have you seen him play? <laughs> 15 rebounds, maybe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you could do that uh, prop bet, or try your custom hand. Try your hand at customizing your prop bet. I can't talk when I'm drinking with my bookie prop builder. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to $1,000 first deposit bonus using the promo code SGP. That's right, up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP over at mybookie.ag. They got a motto over there. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. And with that said, we are pushing forward through the Dantabase Top 25. And at number 25, and I'm, I'm sure there's going to be an angle here in the NC, Nick. I got the Iowa State Cyclones. Wow. I mean, you could even argue higher. Sure, they have two losses. The, um, well, the argument here would be that Iowa beat them head-to-head. They also have two losses. So how do I have a team where they've played head-to-head ahead of a team that they lost to? Yeah, fair enough. Resume-wise, you're probably right. But but the resume actually says when you win back-to-back road games, Iowa State also severely outgained Iowa. And also it was in a lightning storm where the game got delayed like five fucking times. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Iowa State's been the better football team. The whole year. Yeah, I mean, if you watch both, both teams right now, one team looks better than the other, and that one team is Iowa State. That's the eye test. Yeah, so at the moment, I'm saying Iowa State's the 25th best team. Sorry, Hawkeye fans. I think you guys are very fortunate that there was a weather delay 13 times in that game. Um, at 24, I got the Navy midshipmen. Give it up for the service academies. Also, I mean, Air Force is not in my top 25, but they're right outside the top 25, going into Hawaii and shitting on my Hawaii Rainbow Warriors and Nick Rolovich, who I thought definitely was going to pull that game out. But Air Force, the Falcons, Troy Calhoun, you know, there was speculation a year or two ago that they were gonna, they should fire him. 
and look at Troy Calhoun coming through for the Falcons. But this isn't about the Falcons. This is about the midshipmen. And Navy, they've only lost one game, and that was at Memphis. And that was a game, once again, that I, I took Navy, and they were up a lot. And it was a horrible backdoor cover. It's been a strange college football year. This team, in a way, I think you could argue they should be undefeated. I'm currently holding a ticket. Navy over five and a half wins on the year. They're sitting at five and one. I'm feeling pretty good. Sounds like free cash because they still have a... Do do they play UConn this year? Let's take a gander, shall we? UConn plays at UMass next week. This upcoming week. So so here's, here's Navy's remaining schedule. Verse Tulane... That's going to be a tough one, but I, I sure. almost want to favor them because it's, it's in Annapolis. 50-50. At UConn. That's, so your money's good. There your you money's go. good. There you go. <laughs> Even if they don't uh, lose. At Notre Dame could be interesting. That could be interesting. Versus SMU. We, we, we mentioned that before. Man, that, this is a tough grind, though, with the exception of the UConn. True, game. true. At Houston. I believe Houston has given up. Yeah. And then hosting Army. Well, I don't know about hosting. That's in East yeah. Rutherford, right? Playing our Army in, uh, I think it's in Philly. Did they change it up? Yeah. I think they did. They probably changed it up 15 years ago, but I'm a little out of the loop. <laughs> uh, but the midshipmen, man, and and I, you know, I, I don't want to talk too much shit because Arizona is still somewhat decent this year. But remember, uh, they were going to hire Ken Niamatololo, and Khalil Tate demanded they not hire him. And they, yeah, that, I think he he went to Twitter and said he was going to transfer or something like that. They all of a sudden backdoor out of their Ken Niamatololo. Thing. I wonder. The how- funny thing is about that is that Khalil Tate is a perfect option quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Because sorry, Khalil, you yeah. ain't playing quarterback in the pros, buddy. And and uh, why, why, the way football's changing, watch that, watch that shit on us. But I, I, I think I agree with you. But Navy getting it done. Shout out to Ken Niamatololo, good coach, underrated college football coach. At twenty three, look, we, me and Patty C were on this one at the beginning of the year. I got the Boise State Broncos. Boise State, I said they're going to beat all those teams. They're going to beat Florida State, and they're going to the, tr- the ultimate trap game is in Provo. And sure enough, they didn't even have uh, the, the Bachmeyer. They had Chase Cord, and they got beat. And they got beat by three. They rallied late, came back, not enough time on the clock. BYU gets it done. BYU and Provo also beat USC this year. I mean, BYU on the road also beat Tennessee, which doesn't, I, I guess that's not such a great win, but. Um, I knew this game was going to happen. I took I took BYU on the spreadsheet. It sucks because I thought Boise could potentially run the table, but this was the one that I circled of like, no, no. Yeah, BYU and Boise always play close games. We were actually last year we were at the game in, yeah, Boise, in Boise, where Boise was you know, they, very fortunate. Yeah, they won, but they it, got a goal it, stand, it was right? it was a close yeah. game. So uh, not surprised they dropped the you know that game to BYU. Like you said, BYU is legit at home. They already beat USC. Um, you know, hey, Boise's what five and one now, six and one, whatever they are. They're still yeah. they're still a damn good football team. Yeah, exactly. I expect them to rebound and probably play for the uh, Mountain West Championship. All right, at twenty two, I got. Uh, wait, let me make sure I'm doing this thing correct. Let me make sure. Yeah, twenty two. I got the Memphis Tigers. They've only lost one game, and that was at Temple. I locked Temple in that game. This Memphis team, though, it's a different type of Norvell team, and I think. Right now, you're, we're probably looking at Cincinnati, Memphis, but I do. I, I will say, Cincinnati still has to play Memphis. Cincinnati, Cincinnati also um, has to play Temple still, so there's still chance for UCF to get in this thing. You know, the mark of a good team and a good coach is what you do after a loss. Memphis rebounded quite well. 
They took care of business. They whipped Tulane. Yeah. And we all thought that was going to be a close game. Um, so, yeah, Memphis is a good football team. Boom. So I got the Tigers at 22. At 21, I got the Wisconsin Badgers. And as I was writing this today, I thought, why am I putting Wisconsin at 21? Because when I look at this, I think they have the worst loss out of anyone in the top 25, in the database top 25. Oh, agreed. Easily. And they've played the least amount of away games. <laughs> They're really, they're really hanging their hat on, on whipping Michigan right now, which, I mean, you know, you could argue how impressive is that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Michigan's best win is against Iowa. That Army win's not looking very good. Army lost again to Georgia State. Um, but the Badgers, uh, they got their work cut out for them. They got Ohio State on deck, and I'm assuming they are going to lose that one. Yeah, I mean, the rest of their season, there's no, there's no for sure wins. You got at Ohio State, you got Iowa at home, at Nebraska, Purdue at home at Minnesota. Um, yeah. You know, those are three tough road games, even though, I mean, Nebraska's not lighting the, the world on fire here, but still, I mean, that's I mean, not, but if Illinois know, can beat them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Nebraska so, did beat Illinois in Champaign this year. There you go. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Wisconsin finishes the year. Things were looking rosy, but uh, one little trip to Champaign. Yeah, and we know, joked man. around saying there's no bottles being popped in Champaign. Well, it turns out, Turns out bottles probably were popped in champagne. They probably had one <laughs> hell of a party. <laughs> but uh, give it up for Lovey. He's been fighting the hard fight for a few years. I'm sure uh, the, those players all deserve that. Uh, at number 20, I got the Texas Longhorns. Look, you only beat Kansas by this much. I can't give you that. I can't bump you up too much. I know Kansas is not the Kansas of old. They won in Boston College by a lot, and they're not as bad. They're not the doormat that we thought, you know, that pretty much Rutgers is now. But I just can't give Texas that much credit. Another thing is Oklahoma State loss, which looked like Texas's best win. Now you're thinking like, well, how good is how good is Texas? Yeah, I mean, you know, there are two losses were to LSU and Oklahoma. You know, no no problem there. Those are two yeah. two. You know, I mean, those are. But what's two. their best win? Oklahoma yeah, State. That Oklahoma State's yeah. a team that's one game above 500. Right. Um, we're we're going to find out more about Texas here pretty soon. You know, are they a decent team or are they average like they've been the last, what, seven, yeah, eight, yeah, ten exactly. years? Uh, exactly. I mean, they were a little bit better than average last year. But, um, yeah, the years prior to that, yes, you were correct. At number 19, I'm going with our gal, San Diego State, Rocky Long, the legend. Look, this this as the Aztecs team, man. I don't know why I fade him. I love that, that running back, Jawan Washington. He's a tough runner. Their quarterback, Agnew, is a maniac. He reminds me of J.P. Lossman. He'll run all over the field. He's pretty athletic, but he makes some bonehead decisions. But, hey, they're winning if they're limiting the turnovers, li- limiting the plays where he can be wild. And then it's a rocky long defense, which means they're going to be tough. A lot of man-to-man. A lot of, a lot of, they run a 3-3-5 hybrid, a lot of aggressive blitzing. They're kind of like the Buffalo Bills of, <laughs> of college football. They may not be winning pretty, but, hey, they're 6-1. and one. <laughs> They got a, you know, a road game, a win at UCLA. At uh, Colorado State, the, the game they lost was a close game against Utah State, who's a very good team. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like I said, they, they they may not be blowing people out, but they're getting it done. Getting it done. Give it up for the Ro- Rocky Long fighting Aztecs down in San Diego. That'll be the only time you hear someone uh, compare San Diego to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. At number eighteen, I got the Cincinnati Bearcats and Luke Fickle. Look. It was an ugly one. They got the win. It was against Tulsa. But they're still they're still undefeated in conference, and their only loss is to Ohio State, which isn't looking like that. I mean, sure, they got handled 42 nothing, But it was at Ohio State, and Ohio State might be the best team in the country. Yeah, look, Ohio State's beating everybody. You know, they're a top three team in the country. 
Other than that game, Cincinnati's looked damn good. They've definitely looked top twenty material. Yeah, you know, top twenty five material. You know where you might have them. Um, they have a, a couple games here coming up. I mean, they should win the next three at ECU. Whoa, my apologies. My apologies. Whoa, 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 whoa! You gotta go to G Vegas. <laughs> they think they're gonna pull this off versus UConn and at USF. Um, they could easily be sitting at what is that nine and one? I do believe we locked them on the over six yes, wins. Yes, yes, so that's looking pretty damn give good. It up. Uh, by the way, I did cash in my ticket on Oregon State over two and a half wins. Man, which I thought I was going to have to sweat out after they lost that Hawaii game earlier in the year. But Jonathan Smith's got this team heading the right direction. You can see the effect he had when he left Washington. Hey, it's week eight, and you're cashing tickets already. Boom! Uh, I'd say that's a pretty good pick there. Boom! Exactly. Um, at number seventeen, I'm going with the Florida Gators. They got a road win in in uh, in uh, Columbia, and they pulled that. I, for, I was watching a lot of this game, and I thought South Carolina looked like the better team, but Florida came on late, turned it around, got it done, and uh, you got I, I got to reward them despite. You know, them playing two FCSs, which I, I penalized them for before, and I still will penalize them at the end of the season or week by week. And then that Miami win does not look good at all, but they beat Auburn, and now they go to the road and beat South Carolina, who beat Georgia. So I'm going to give them a little bit of credit. Sure. I mean, they're 7-1. and one. Their one loss is at LSU by 14. You know, if you look at their wins, if an uneducated person – on college football looks at their wins. They, it, it looks great. They have, they beat Miami, they beat Kentucky, they beat Tennessee, they beat Auburn, they beat South Carolina. Some of those teams, as we know, are phony yeah. Miami and Tennessee, but they also um, caught South Carolina and Kentucky with their backup quarterbacks. Right. Right. But Hey, breaks are breaks. Like you said, I mean, that same backup quarterback for South Carolina beat Georgia. That's true. That is very true. So, so got to give them a little bit of credit there, despite uh, their two FCS bullshit. All right, at number 16, I'm going with the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Look, I still think they recovered that onside kick against Louisville, and they probably would have beaten Louisville, despite the fact they gave up 62 points, that you could make an argument that this team should be undefeated right now. I mean, hey, Wake Forest is one of those teams where they don't have top-tier talent. They could lose to pretty much anybody in the ACC, but they could also beat anybody due to their great coaching. Dave Clawson, baby. Exactly. So what we're sitting at, uh, six and one right now for Wake Forest. I mean, come on now. You know they. Yeah. We were earlier. We mentioned the second best team in the ACC. I mean, they got to throw their hat in the yeah, ring. They're right there. Definitely. And at number fifteen, uh, I believe they had a bye week. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish getting a bye week before they hit the road, go to Ann Arbor. Um, Virginia won, but this team still hasn't played a lot of good football teams. Yeah, I think USC's 500. You know I hate on Notre Dame. Everyone says I hate on Notre Dame, but I'm just being honest. Um, the, be- the They have a good win against Virginia. Other than that, the Louisville win looks all right. Sure. The USC win looks all right. But sure. I think everyone f- had USC penciled in a little bit better at this point. You know what I mean? Uh, even Georgia doesn't look as good with that loss to South Carolina. Right. <laughs> you know, so. But I had to put them at 15 because at 14 I have Georgia, and Georgia beat Notre Dame. So I'm going to follow that one here. I think Georgia is a better football team than Notre Dame, despite their struggles the past two weeks. I mean, yeah. I mean, all the talent in the world, they just need to put it together. I still think they win the SEC East, which yeah. which means if they win the SEC championship, they're probably in the playoffs. Um, I don't know if I see them losing another game before that SEC they, they championship They play at game. Auburn. That could be dangerous. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, we see what Auburn did this past week. I mean, you know, but I mean, they're, you got to think they're, they they have the better battle tested quarterback and and offensive line. But right. Auburn is weird. They find sure. in in Auburn that'll be a ball game. Yeah, I'm not going to say that they're going to definitely win that one. And then moving down the line, I got number thirteen, the Utah Utes. They covered against. I was on the wrong side of that against Arizona State. 21 to 3, and Utah's kind of running through things. This defense is playing at a very, very elite level. They've allowed three points the past two weeks. I was on the right side of that. Those pretty boys from Tempe coming up to Utah. Come on, man. This is a physical team here. You know, uh, who just play, they play extremely well at home. Um, they're, the rest of their, you know, season looks manageable other than a, at Washington date here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're playing good football as we expected. Yeah, and it's looking more and more like Utah and Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. It's a shame they lost to USC. I mean, you know, that's a game where arguably they should have won. Yeah. If they were 7-0 and right now instead of 6-1, and yeah, things would be but looking USC interesting. But USC seems to have their number in L.A. kind of well, happens a lot. Once again, you go on the road, yeah, you, you can lose. lose. Yeah. Uh, at number 12, I got, whoa, the Appalachian State Mountaineers just, just Hello, destroying. Hello, hey now, App just State. Just destroying the... Um, the Warhawks of Louisiana Monroe. Look, I know it's Sun Belt, but hey, this team beat North Carolina by more than Clemson did, and they're a damn good football team. I think their quarterbacks a stud. I think their running running backs plurals plural are are, are all very good. Their quarterback's name is Zach Thomas. Um, I had him listed in my preseason top twenty five quarterbacks. I love this App State team. I like Eli Drinkwitz. I think he's a good. You're clearly seeing the effect of him leaving at NC State. And uh, give it up for App State. I know, I know they still have Georgia Southern and Georgia State on the schedule, and even Troy and South Carolina. But um, things are looking great. They're undefeated. You got to get, you got to show some respect to these guys. A name to remember: their running back Darrington Evans will be playing on Sundays. I yeah, was fortunate enough stud. to draft him in our <laughs> college football fantasy league. He's been kicking even ass the for backup, me. What is his name? Marcus Williams? Is it? Yeah, I think you're right. Number yeah, twenty six. He's, he's got some speed. Third string good. isn't bad either. I'm saying they have depth here. They had. It's a good team. You know, really, the game you want to watch here is South Carolina. Yeah. Um, they're because look, they're still a Sun Belt team playing SEC team on the road. Yeah. It's you know it's not going to be easy by any means. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that line well, is. Well, in South Carolina, we're fighting for a bowl game, so that's yeah, a huge game it, for it's, them. that's going to be a dogfight. Um, if App State can somehow win that, you know, rest of the season kind of looks like it's a pretty decent road. Yeah, but perhaps manageable. Give it up for the Mountaineers and Eli Drinkwitz. They're not missing a beat. Doesn't matter the coach, apparently. At number eleven, I got the Oregon Ducks. Quack, quack, quack. I was wrong on this team. They they got it done in Washington. They still have to play at USC, and I still think it's a dangerous game for them. Definitely. We just said, you know, USC yeah. beat Utah at home. You, you go on the road, you lose. Oregon is not Ohio State. They're not yeah. LSU. They've passed the first road test, though. Like, true, I, the, at Stanford one wasn't a huge road test right. for me. The Washington one was. Hey, right now you tip your cap. You know, uh, we we earlier in the pod we mentioned that we that we weren't big on the coach. We weren't really big on the team coming into the season, and uh, so far they have proven us wrong. So uh, quack 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 it up. Uh, okay, uh, before I get to the database top ten, I want to tell you guys that look, we're brought to you by Amazon. We know you're already shopping at Amazon, so why not shop there and support the podcast? NC Nick was telling me he was thinking about getting himself a nice bird bath for his backyard. He said, look, I am in 
Raleigh, North Carolina. I like to sit out, have my morning coffee, and bird watch. And I kind of told him in, in L.A. I got a bird feeder. I see these beautiful hummingbirds come up to my <laughs> come up to my bird feeder every morning. Makes me feel good about life. But hey, you want to get your bird bath? Why not get your bird bath? Just like NC Nick over at Amazon, but do it by supporting the podcast. Go to sportsgettingpodcast.com. Click on the, the Amazon banner, right? The Amazon link. Bookmark that link. And buy that bird bath. And buy that bird bath, and it helps us. You can also buy, and by the way, if you want to look good while you're sitting out having your coffee next to your bird bath, you can also buy Sports Gambling Podcast apparel, sweatshirts, hats, all, all over at Amazon. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, click the Amazon banner, then bookmark that link and use it every time you shop. Get that bird bath. Help those birds out. You know what I mean? Quack, quack, quack. All right? Is a duck a duck counts as a bird? You know I, what I, I mean? believe so. Part of the bird family. These Oregon ducks, I've been I've been fucking with all year. I mean, I was wrong on them. And now I got a feeling maybe maybe it's the year of the bird. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that the Chinese New Year? I the think year it of the is bird? The Chinese New Year, right? I was the bird, I was the year of the rat or the rodent. I don't fucking remember. Um moving down the line. At number 10, I got the Auburn Tigers. Look, they blew out Arkansas. I mean, I'm going to give them credit. They blew them out. Whippity-doo. Yeah. We'll find out more this week as they go to Baton Rouge. I'm, expect- I'm expecting a loss. Same here. But you know, you just mentioned, uh, hey, they're, uh, they're a one-loss team. Oregon's a one-loss team. Yeah. They, they beat Oregon. They beat Oregon. So I Sometimes gotta... it's that simple. Exactly. Exactly. And despite Oregon severely outgaining them and looking like the better team, in my opinion, I got to have the Tigers there. They got it done when it mattered. Uh, at number nine, I got the SMU Mustangs, despite us being com- completely wrong about them. This team's winning games, and you got to love what Sony Dykes is building in Dallas. Yeah, you know, we talked about them earlier. They're, you know, they're just winning, they're winning ball games. I mean, uh, they have some challenges throughout the, the next five games, but what yeah. they've done so far, man, you know, what can you say? Well I, used done. To drive, I used to drive a, a shitty 80s uh, Mustang. Yeah, usually when someone say, like, I. I have an old Mustang, or I used to drive an old Mustang. Like, oh, damn, that's, you know... Uh, yeah, that's a nice... Right. <laughs> You're thinking some, like, sweet, you know, old muscle car. Muscle car? Yeah. No, the, I didn't what, have a muscle you car. You had a piece of shit Mustang. I had a piece of shit Mustang that... Uh, did you hit a deer? I think I did hit a deer in that old Mustang, and, uh, you know, it was that was not the year of the deer, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, so I'm sympathetic to Mustangs, because, hey, I got a Hummer once in a, in a Mustang, so... Give it up for the uh, SMU Mustangs. I'm going to start, uh, you know, I got to remember that when I, when I handicapped them going forward that I once drove a Mustang for a while some, there. Se- some sentimental, uh, you know, stuff there. Exactly, exactly. Okay, number eight. I got the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Row that boat, man. Another undefeated team. Uh, how many undefeateds are there now? I think we're down to just, what, uh, two, four, six, eight, nine, ten undefeateds left, I think. So you're in the Big Ten. You're undefeated. Uh, once again, I mean, they have they have a, a, you know, quite a few close wins. But, hey, but man, you get it done. Boat, you just got to, you know, suit up and just tr- get through it. Exactly. And they've done that so far. Well done. P.J. Fleck, all right, getting it done in, in old uh, Minneapolis. You know, one more thing about that. I also have a ticket under seven and a half wins for Minnesota. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that one. You could you could use that uh, perhaps a big injury to their quarterback. I don't want to say that, but I'm just saying. Uh, I, chances are I'll be using it for, for toilet paper. <laughs> exactly, man. All right, at number uh, six, I got the – look, they dropped spots, man. Alabama dropped some spots. They were number three last week. 
well, how do I have him drop spots? Because I don't care about last week. I'm looking at the resume. And look, I see a Tennessee team that's only won two games. Only one FBS win. And sure, Alabama got it, but they didn't cover. And they haven't hit the road. And the other teams have better wins than Alabama's wins. So that's why I have the Crimson Tide at number six. I know people are going to hate me for that, but that's... Beat, once you beat Auburn or LSU, things might change. Don't worry. You win your games, and you'll get there at the end. Yeah, it's a damn shame. Look at their schedule. Look who they're playing this week. Uh, the Razorbacks of Arkansas, I believe, right? Yeah, what's that spread going to be, 42? Where's that game at, too? Home. How the fuck are all these games at home? I, I don't know how they do it, man, but, I mean, look at their schedule here. It's pretty pathetic so far. I mean, the best team they played is Texas A&M, who does not look very good. We know they play LSU and at Auburn. They have a two-game schedule this year. <laughs> They're, they're going to be challenged in two games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad, pretty bad. Uh, once again, it's that cross-division shit, how they get Tennessee every year. Instead yeah. Of, instead of playing that's, what they would be, Florida or Georgia. That's bullshit. Or even Missouri or something. Um, so I got the Crimson Tide at number six. At number five, I got Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma's schedule's a little soft, but get this. They beat Texas. Beating Texas is better than anything Alabama's done this year. They're going to go through the Big 12 gauntlet here. I mean, you, you just said that they're your, you know, the Big 12 is your top conference. conference. Yeah. Um, they've already beaten Texas. They've already beaten Texas Tech. They beat Houston, UCLA. I and mean, those aren't world West beaters. Virginia. Yeah, they're not but world beaters. But the Texas beaters. Tech win's looking a little bit better. I mean, Texas Tech, I thought, was dog shit for a minute there when they lost to Sumlin. But turns out they're actually decent. Right, right. And they and, won 55 to 16. So yeah. it wasn't like they pulled that one out. And they beat Texas. That's a better win than anything Alabama has on their resume. They're rolling, man. I mean, yeah. you try stopping that offense. You know, it's you know, this week at Kansas State, you know, it's dangerous. 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 You better start thinking about yours, it's dangerous. Lincoln. I wonder what that spread's going to be. I'm curious, man. We're going to have all these picks available on the college experience next episode, Wednesday, or actually early Thursday, probably early th- Thursday morning for you, for you Wahoos. Um, at number four, I got the Clemson Tigers. We Tigers, they come up. They struggled for a little bit against Louisville, uh, especially Trevor Lawrence, and then they opened that thing up and ended up covering. That's the power of Clemson. Yeah, sometimes they just hit that gas and remind you that they're still Clemson. Exactly. And uh, look, how do I have them higher ranked in Alabama? Because I think they've gone on the road against better competition so far. Yeah, if you look at it, I mean, their wins aren't anything amazing either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, It's a little bit better than Bama's, though. You know, Florida State, Louisville, A&M... Syracuse, like I said, that's not, you know, this it's not a power schedule at all. Right. But I think it's a bit stronger. They played more power fives than Alabama has. If anything, I think Alabama has a, a chance to jump them because Clemson's remaining yes, the, schedule well, well, is pretty shitty as well. I mean, it's it, let's say pretty average as well. Well, look, last week I had Bama ahead of Clemson, but Clemson played on the road against Louisville. Bama played at home against Tennessee. There you go. Makes sense. Clemson covered. Bama didn't also. Right. Um, at number three, I got the Penn State Nittany Lions jumping big time because they keep adding. Not only do they add a huge win against Michigan, their other wins look better. Iowa beats Purdue. Pitt is looking much better. Even Buffalo grabbing a win. It's the other opponents that are looking better, and that's why I got the Penn State Nittany Lions uh, at number three in the nation right now. I really was not expecting this from Penn State this year. They've been damn impressive. Yeah, you know, I, I've picked against them the majority of the weeks. It seems like I always lose. Uh, <laughs> finally, this week they didn't cover. And as a child, I went Michigan. As a child, you were a Penn State fan. I was. I was a big Sandusky guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's talking about the the town in Ohio. He used yeah. to go there on his yeah. summer vacation. I, I think I think that was in Tommy Boy, right? Yeah. Sandusky, yeah, Ohio. Sandusky, yeah, Ohio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was a great defensive coordinator. Look, if you if you're just looking on the field at performance and not sexual performance, <laughs> Jesus, it's getting terrible. All right. Uh, Penn State, though, I mean, dude, that resume, they jumped up big time with another big win. They got back-to-back good wins, Iowa and Michigan. Speaking of back-to-back, their next two games are back-to-back. Well, actually, they have a bye in between. But so they get that, three that, weeks in a row. They get Michigan State blow. this week. That's a, that's a brutal three-game three stretch. At Michigan State, right on. Then at Minnesota. Then they also, in late November, at Ohio State. I brutal. Mean, Absolutely it's gonna brutal. Tough. It's going to get tough here. Give it up for for Franklin, though, getting it done at Penn State. Got him at number three. And at number two, I got the Ohio State Buckeyes. They almost hopped LSU this week, this, this week with a huge win in, uh, in uh, Evanston. But that Northwestern team, when you really analyze the schedule, the wins aren't there. They actually probably should have beat them the way that they did, they did based on the, the resume. But this Ohio State team's really good. Uh, they, they'll get tested this week against Wisconsin. We'll find out about them there. But I think they're going to roll. I mean, we're we're anything but Ohio State fans here, but you know they've looked like the best. Well, the, either the best or the second best team in college football all yeah. year long. The yeah. lowest amount of points they scored was against Michigan State when they put up thirty four. Other than that, you got forty five, forty two, fifty one, seventy six, forty eight, fifty two. I mean, they score with Brutal. ease. Brutal. And the only team I and they're still my number one team is the LSU Tigers. I and, I, and it really comes down to this. LSU has wins over Florida and Texas, which is better than Ohio State's wins to me. They finally have an offense. Watch yeah. out. And they just went on the road to Mississippi State, got the dub. But in Tuscaloosa. Can they? Coach O. I, I, I like this Coach O. I think something's going to happen. Some magic's there this year. Some magic is there. Joe Burrow. Magical man. What do you think? What do you think the spread's going to be in that game? Give me, give me Bama minus... Field goal? I think they no. Last year they won twenty nine nothing. Yeah, but LSU's getting a lot of love this give year. Give me seven and a half. Bama minus seven and a half. Woo! Give me the road dog if I, that's the I case. Think so I think so. I'm just guessing. If that's the case. I don't know. I I would expect it to be a little bit less than that. But um, hey, time will tell. Time shall tell. Just like uh, Best Buy at noon. I highly recommend to get over there at noon. <laughs> And you won't get helped. So so much less busy, you yeah. know. But you won't get helped. You know, my, my, no my argument stress. was was that hey, look, you go in there at noon. If you go to Best Buy looking for help, I mean, you got your own <laughs> you got your own problems. Uh, you ever get a Best Buy credit card? What's the what the the Geek Squad? Yeah, Fuck the them. Geek Squad never had. Geek Squad couldn't cut it in my house. All right. <laughs> Couldn't cut it. Major We're not down with the Geek the Squad on the college house. experience. <laughs> the Geek Squad gets put in lockers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Private school pussies are, are the Geek Squad. All right, guys, this is the college experience. Dantabase, week eight, top 25. We appreciate you listening. If you could please leave us a nice iTunes review. We have not gotten one since, like, October 7th. What the fuck is happening? Please get over there, guys. Did I not give you Central Michigan as a lock? Now I know, oh, I lost you some money on Temple. If you listen to my locks... You listen to my bonus locks. They've been hitting at a pretty good rate. Even my teases have been hitting at a good rate. So I'm still going to say it's been a tougher year than most, but you need to start thinking about yours. Give us a nice review on iTunes. You can find us under the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on iTunes. We are the College Experience. And uh, you can find the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGPN Network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. Pour a little beer out for him not being here the last two episodes. But you can also find... NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. 
And then you can find me on Twitter at TheColbyD. This is the college experience, guys. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Peace out.